Welcome back to another episode of See Me After Class. I am Mr. L. Oh, that was, I'm not doing it. So I'm a sis, <laughs> not going to do that, but I thought that sounded really nice. I've been in a happy place. Sue me. <laughs> oh, sue you. I thought you meant Zoomy. And I was no. like, like the store Zoomies? I was like, that's like a long time ago. Miss S, we are in October. Oh what do God. we do? Oh, it sure feels I, like I, it. I mean, yep. I, I'm scared. Strike that. Reverse it. I am not scared. I'm going to be about it. Let's do this. I'm a little tired. Am I going to lie? <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. So I brought it down to 10 and you're bringing it back down to number two. <laughs> yep. We're going to mild, mild it today. <laughs> this S, this podcast is for teachers. It leans more towards middle and high school teachers, although we will never forget about our elementary school teachers. Bless you and your soul. <laughs> Ms. S, I think that I'm <clears throat> more energetic, obviously, and really ready. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm ready for October. Um, okay. I don't know if I am. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's already here. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. Right? You just got to. It's, it's either. Here. Yes. It's here. So, we're in it. Right. I'm just going to chunk it. I'm going to I'm going to benchmark little things here and there. That's what I'm going to do this year. I love that journey for you, Miss S. Mm hmm. In October and every other month. Teachers do a lot of things, Miss S. But it feels like so much more in October. Let's just say that. We will, and you did. <laughs> Even if we have all, all of those things to do in October, there are still some things, Miss S, that we aren't and do not do. And will not do. Our disclaimer. We are not laundry servicers. But I would like one, so if you have a good one... <laughs> Let me know because there's a pile of clothes that consistently just migrates around my home. Um, we are also not Academy Award ballot counters. What? The people who count, that, the, who know who wins. I want to know that. The yeah, but apparently it's only two people ever. Oh, that makes sense. So no cheating. Fine. Yeah, because I'm, duh. <laughs> we are not, we are also not dry cleaners. No, that, there's but a difference. There's a, a difference. One. No, there's a difference because there's certain things that I'm okay with in the laundry that I would not be okay with without being dry cleaned. Um, and we're also not government astronomers. What What I, is the difference? Yeah, so I'm going to be honest with you. What's the difference between an astronomer and a government one? I'm going to assume they just work for the government. The other person works for themselves. <laughs> sure. I mean, the stars are, are stars, right? Like, there's no different, but sure. Those are things. Maybe... That we are not. Maybe funded by the government? Uh, well, yeah. Maybe paid a little better? I don't know. Maybe we, are also, <laughs> we are also not admin, nurses, librarians. Librarians. Uh, stop. Custodians. Bus drivers. Peams clerks. Oh, yeah. No, not that. Cafeteria staff. None of those things. We are teachers in the classroom physically teaching students to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that sigh I just did, Miss S, today's topic. Ooh, I'm ready. Difficult things about teaching. Oof. 
Oof. Do we have time? About 30 to 35 minutes so that they don't get okay. bored. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Make sure it's short and concise. <laughs> Miss Sasa, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Let's see if it matches. Is teaching difficult, Miss Sasa? Absolutely. I don't even need to pause. Yes. Absolutely. What kind of question is that? Don't waste these people's time. <laughs> don't make me laugh out loud. We are we are on camera. We are you're being Got recorded. <laughs> We're being recorded. <clears throat> are there things that are challenging about our jobs, Miss Sasa? It's the way you're asking these questions with this tone that makes me want to laugh. It's like you're being pretentious and you know it. <laughs> of course there are things that are challenging. I, I mean, it's a yes. Like it's a 30 of them in a desk at once. <laughs> well, it's a yes and because there are a lot of things that are challenging about our jobs, in including the human beings we have to teach. <laughs> at times, Miss S, do teachers do so much with so little? Yeah, and I think that I've gotten very lucky to not really know that end of the the spectrum of like so little. I think that I've always been very blessed. Blessed. To have a district that is like, sure, whatever you need, right? Because I've had friends right. who in very rural districts or where like <laughs> across the country where it's like paper was like a commodity, like a box of pencils was a commodity. Like I I agree with the statement. I think that it's very different per teacher, right? Like it really just depends yes. on where you are teaching, who you know, maybe in the front office, because sometimes that can help if you are BFF with the person in charge. Even with our blessings, because everything you just said, me too, there are still some times where we might feel like it's where we're doing so much with so little. Correct. And I also think that that means like, I want to name, I think for first year teachers who are like, Oh yeah, I understand that. It's like, not just supplies. Like I'm thinking like trainings, resources, right. like supplemental things that you need. Cause it's not just paper, pencil, crayons for kids. Like you also <laughs> have to know how to use whatever it is they're asking you to roll out. This episode, Miss S and everyone listening will be about some, we're going to miss so much. We're going to miss so much. <laughs> <laughs> All of it, probably. Some of the difficult things about teaching. And I love that my voice went way up here. Me too. One of the difficult things about teaching might be interruptions. Ooh. <laughs> uh. What, what uh, Free association, Miss S. What word came to mind when I said interruptions? Don't do it. <laughs> so that's, that's three words, not a word. But oh. you know what? Thank you for that. Don't. There it is. Don't. <laughs> there you go. Knocks at the door. Oh. You're, you're, so picture this. Everyone listening, picture this. You are in the groove. Kids are participating. Students are answering questions. They're... Level of thinking is higher order. You're doing level five questions. And then you hear a knock, knock, knock at the door. And everything deflates. Miss S? Ooh, I can one-up that. I feel like same thing. Picture the same thing Mr. L just said. But then your classroom overhead speaker comes on because a kid's leaving early. And it's like that little interruption where they're like, ding, ding, ding. Hello, excuse me. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Take the whole class. Everybody's leaving. Go home. You know what? It, it's done. We're done here. Forget it. Is <laughs> what is happening in our heads. Correct. The moment it happens, 
although we adjust, we accommodate, we adapt to said interruption. And it might be, and it, you know what? I'm going to name it. I'm going to be vulnerable. It might be admin. Oh, 100%. It might be another student who knocks on, this is knocking at the door, not on the over, the over, yes. comma, the, uh, over comma, whatever. Other teachers. Okay. If it's admin, there's a slight sting, a slight rush of anger, and then it subsides. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Correct. The flow is interrupted. The skill, ooh, the, I, the, I'm, as I'm going to say it, I, I get chills. The skill to start flow again quickly does only comes with time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Correct. I have seen many first-year teachers that will literally just, it's, it's, the whole thing's over. Like, they really do have to go back into that lesson plan and figure out where they were at. They're trying to keep the kids together. Like, they're trying, like, there's a student that's always like, we're right here, miss, miss, we're on question four, miss. And it's like, everything is just, oh my, I've seen it. There has been times where that happens, because it's going to happen. By the way, zero years, I haven't acknowledged zero year teachers. We haven't in a couple of episodes. I apologize, zero years, this is for you. It's going to happen. Not, ooh, if it happens or, oh, it might. No, it's going to happen. If it hasn't, I'm very surprised at this point. Of the Interruptions year. are going to happen. The skill to adapt quickly, it's going to take a little bit more time. Yes, and the feelings you get when it happens are validated. I validate them. Anger, frustration, your inability to bring the group back from said interruption goes from person to person is that yeah it depends i think teacher to teacher yeah it really does depend on like you'll figure out what works for you to to get them back so those kinds of interruptions are one thing what about a discipline issue as an interruption oh those are so common as well like (laughs) class by class, no matter how many, zero years to 30 years, like it is a class by class, you will consistently have behavior interruptions. Even when your management is like a tight ship, because yep. my management at this point in my career is very tight, but that does not mean that there is one child who knows like there's going to be a behavior. Well, they're going to, they're going to test they're, they're, kids, uh, sixth grade to 12th grade. They're going to test. Kinder through 12th. We'll figure I mean, you out. You know what? I'm it. sorry. You know what? Thank Thank you for I'm going to hold you accountable. Uh, You're th- welcome. Thank you for including elementary school teachers, Ms. Because some of those behaviors are wild in elementary. Throwing I mean, chairs, like ripping Barbie doll heads off. My mom taught for, uh, you know, just for a while. We'll just say a while. <laughs> she taught for a while. The thing she would tell me about elementary school, again, the what we say at the beginning of the episode, bless their souls. They have a special place. Yes, they do. Because oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could handle a crying kid who's having a temper tantrum. Oh, no, I can't. There's no way. <laughs> but no, yeah, behavior interruptions will consistently happen all yes. the time. For I'll put my entire paycheck for the rest of my life on that, that they will consistently happen. To handle, and this is in specifically with, uh, with discipline issues, to handle them efficiently, you have to start your expectations, your priorities, your, your routines, at the beginning of the school year. We've said this plenty of times, it will never go away. 
No, and the reason that students will have some type of behavior issue or or whatever, right? Like there's a rare, small, little blip, I think, right, of our students do do have special needs, 504 IEP plans, who will consistently, right? Like that is just something where like there's a whole other way to navigate those behavior systems with with students like that. When I'm thinking of the gen ed population that is in your class with the behavior issues, right, their reason that kids are, are acting the way they do sometimes and you're like, why are you doing, is like, you have to look at yourself as the teacher and it's like, where did I not give clear expectations or directions, right? Like, because if you told them that they're working in partners, but you didn't tell them their voice level and what they're going to do when they're done, you left this whole window for them to just kick on through and act a fool because they did the work, like you said, but you didn't tell them what they needed to do after, right? So just like Mr. L said, like, your routines and your procedures, you start strong and your behavior doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like there will still be students who will continuously find the little gaps that maybe you didn't clear. Correct. Um, But the majority of the class will understand this is the expectation. This is also the expectation that when I don't meet, we have to have a hallway conversation. I have a lunch detention. It is apparent. Like there are things that they know. You can't just randomly make them up in the moment, nor do you want to engage in a behavior thing in a classroom ever. Maybe we'll make another, because we did make an an episode on discipline. Maybe we, yep. I make a, a discipline part two. Maybe. Ms. S, <clears throat> another difficult thing, possibly, <laughs> about, <Maybe. laughs> about teaching, changing expectations. And let me clarify, because I can already see the question on your face. Yep. The inevitability of techni- techniques, excuse me, that are obsolete. Now, say for instance, the introduction of cell phones in the classroom. If I asked my mom, did she have issues with cell phones? She would say no. (laughs) (laughs) We, however, have to change our expectations because of said technology issues. Yes or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cell phones, AirPods, all these new things. Adapting to change, interruptions, changes in, oh, hey, teachers, <laughs> there's an assembly today. Sorry. Uh, Pat Bradley, yeah. modified schedule. They're not going to go to six classes today. <laughs> all of those things, changing expectations. Do we, is that, is, is that something, you know what? Let me take it out of the head voice. Is that something difficult? Is this? I think so. I think that for me, as my years progressed and the random pep rallies were thrown at me, it didn't give me as much anxiety as it would my first couple years because I was like, well, what do you mean? I'm already behind or like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Versus like with time, it was like, okay, cool. Right. Like assembly, I'm going to figure it out. I can condense. Like I know the skill that needed to be taught or what was going to be assessed and how I could clump it in, or I was going to reteach anyway. Like you, it comes with time that some of these little loops that a school can throw at you will not agitate you as much or give you as much anxiety But I think like naming that for the first, not even just zero year or first year, I think for the first two to three years, like it does take time to just know the content you're teaching, to be confident that like if interruptions do happen, you can still, you're still going to hit it. Like it's not end all be all. And there are, I wanted to clarify, adapting to change. And I think we should do an episode on change, you know, in the teaching profession. Yep. It happens every day. Like you said, it happens every period. It happens every year. There are some teachers who are compositely um, certified and, hey, this year you're going to teach, I don't know, sixth grade social studies. Ooh, but next year 
it's going to be seventh grade English. And those kinds of things can, if the sixth grade social studies was your first year, you were zero years, now your first year, and you barely learned social studies, barely at the end of the year, then seventh grade English. Well, now you got to learn all the teaks and skills and pedagogy and methodologies for seventh grade English. As- yeah. And that's no, because my first four years teaching, I changed content every single year. And it's like, (laughs) you would get this like idea of I got it. And they're like, actually, so we're going to hybrid it. And I'm like, nice, throw everything out the window then because nothing was going to be helpful this year. I remember when they did that. Every year I was teaching. And so I think that it's just one of those things. And I'm a type A personality. Like I'm solutions oriented. I need like, once I make something, I'm like, here we go. We're set. We're going to, I know exactly how I'm going to roll it out differently next year. And then you're out. Miss S, we're we're going to give you, we're going to put you in a box. And I know how much you despise being put in a box. Wait, no, no, no. And it's just, no, Strike I Strike that, reverse it. Strike that, reverse it. You don't, you like to be in the box. They take you out of the box and put and you in like, a triangle. And make it what you want. Like run with it. I said, okay, so run out the door with all my things. Cause that's what I want to do. <laughs> Miss S, sometimes we as teachers, everyone listening who is a teacher, beg for any kind of stability (laughs) just like kids we also want stability i challenge i'm challenging us and i'm getting my voice a little softer i'm challenging those listening and us create the stability yourself boom wow and as a first year (laughs) teacher i'd be like what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) you know what i acknowledge you don't know what that means (laughs) I, I, I could, you know what, both, this is why we get along, type A personalities. I need it defined. I need it seen. I need to see a picture of it, a drawing. I need to do it. I need to smell it. I need to touch it. And then I will know what it is. Yep. Other teachers who are like that, I advocate your feelings about it. About see it. see you. Another, which kind of, goes off of what we just spoke about. Another difficult thing about teaching, Miss S, finding balance. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> going to forever be a challenge. Hey, uh, refresh my drink, Miss S. Um, <laughs> do, do we work from 8 to 3? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plus, like, 16 other hours. <laughs> I, I, I could hear and see the sarcasm in your voice. This is why at the beginning of our our podcast, we always say that we do so many things. So many things. Like it's it's hilarious to look at contracts when they're like, you know, work your contracted hours of this to this. And I'm like, LOL, where is that? Where is that end time? Have you ever seen and other assigned duties on your contract? They're smart. (laughs) They know what they're doing. But yes, Miss S, all those things. Do you think all those things that we do happen between the hours of eight and three. If they did, I'm going to tell you right now, the gray hairs that I just started getting wouldn't exist. Honestly, don't say that because I don't have any yet. I have two and I'm very proud of them. I just want to let the audience know I have two and they're right at the front in my middle part and I love them. 
And own it. Own that. Oh, I'm not hiding them. I'm ready. But that's besides the point. But no, you're definitely not working just until 3 or 4.30 when dismissal's over and you get in your car. Like, if you're leaving at 4.30 and dismissal, I know there's teachers that do that. And I see oh, yeah. other teachers in their windows that are like, Ugh, I wish no, that uh, uh, No, yeah, that the teachers are looking through, other teachers leaving through their windows and looking at them longingly like, I want to leave too. <laughs> Literally, they're just like, ugh. Um, I think... And this is from, and I asked that question because when I, when I Googled this, it is still a stigma that other professions think teachers work eight to four and summers off, Christmas break, three months off and, you know, oh, we're in a class with kids and it's, it should be, it's so easy. And I wish I could do that. I want, I do not condone violence. And I'm just going to say that out loud. I just want to slap these people. I just want to grab the CEO of these big firms and be like, come on, I want you to have yep. my juniors. Take my juniors for a day and go ahead and teach this. And you, when you see the eye rolls, the adage, you let me know how much fun this is. And then after, I want to take the CFO or the COO and say, hey, could you tell my sixth graders how to, what it is exactly you do? I just want to take them and be like, hey, can you cover kinder through third grade lunch really quickly? And then just leave them there. Like close the doors and be like, yep. you got it. Yes. Those are definitely things that probably should happen. I don't know. <laughs> I think, Miss S, that teachers should choose. Choose it. It is in your control. Choose to invest time outside of school. Absolutely. It took my first year. I didn't do any of that. And I've said this before in some of other episodes of like me taking work. I would stay till 830, nine o'clock. And the reason you know that is because you also were staying till 830, nine o'clock. Like hey, we were hey, both Ms. staying there. Hey, Miss S, when are we going to leave? You'd be like, hey, you should get going. And I'm like, it's 845. You're also here. When are you leaving? Do you sleep here? Slash, can I do that? Like you and I did the same thing. And then after that, I was like, yeah, no, hard lines are being created now. We made an episode on the power of no, and I want mm -hmm. to verbalize that right now. Saying no, teachers, does not make you a bad teacher. Does not make you a bad teacher. It does not, like, scarlet letter you as a teacher. I mean, obviously, you can't say no to lesson plans, right? Like, but, don't be like, yes. they said no, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> no, like, uh, the teachers on, on the Smack podcast said, I have the power of no, and I'm choosing no. to say no to... To after school and morning duty. I'm choosing no to, I'm no, choosing like, to say ooh, no. Yikes. So we're just saying of other things that are not like part yes. of the, the pedagogy of Contractual teaching. obligations. No. <laughs> Do not say no to that. Perhaps say no to, ooh, uh, can you help us with insert here? It's Whatever okay if, it is. Yes. Yes. It's okay if you say, ooh, I'm going to have to, let me look at my schedule. Or I have a familial obligation of, of some sort. It's okay if you say that. Even if you don't or, have any children. I'm going to name the fact that, like, for me as a, like, right, like, single woman who does not have children, I have a dog, right, but I don't have children. Whenever I would say no, I was very, and people knew, like, I was a, I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very much just like, hey, it's going to be a no for me because I really just don't want to do that, and I'm tired, and I'm going to leave to be what I can be for my kids tomorrow. Thank you for that because I am pushing for teachers to say those kinds of things, but to be honest about it. Just be honest. Like, you don't need to lie and be like, 
oh, we have a birthday dinner at my neighbor's cousin's aunt's <laughs> house. It's like, no, I just want to go home. I'm tired. I want to go home. I, I just think that that's so powerful with the, you know what? I'm going to have to say no because I don't want to do it. And it's like, right, like obviously if it's a whole school event, right, the fall festival, you can't say no to like that is an expectation. Yes. All teachers are there. Yes. But if it's like this, oh, hey, like we have some kid at a club. Can we use your room or whatever, right? It's like, hey, yes. actually I'm leaving. Like I'm leaving right now and I've made this known to myself for the week that I was going to leave at 445 today to get home and to literally not work. Like I'm just going to be at my house. I'm unplugged today. And it's it's a no this time, maybe next time. And even if it's like, maybe next time you do say yes, maybe next time you say no again. It's okay to name that for you to show up the next day and be what's good for kids, you need to go home, then go home. Like you don't need to lie. As, as a teacher leader and a coach and things like that, when my direct reports, the people that I'm, I'm coaching up need that, I can see it. I'm like, hey, actually at 4.30, I need you to just go home. I want you to just Eat. go home. I don't want you to do anything else. I need you to go home because when you show up tomorrow, I need you to be what's good for kids. You know what? We're, that That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. Well, thanks coming. That's okay, all bye. folks. <laughs> that's all folks. <laughs> Beautifully, eloquently said, Miss S. Period. That's what I'll say. Period. Period. That's it. We must control what we can and let go of what we can't Please step out of the circle saying, (laughs) saying no to an admin, to a fellow teacher, to someone else that isn't contractual, that is not a contractual obligation is perfectly okay. Give yourself the power to say no. Now, I think I saved the best one for last. Ooh, I'm ready. In my humble opinion. One of the most difficult things about teaching, Ms. S? Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Let's see. Time. Not what I thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you don't make me laugh. <clears throat> Time. That is it. That is also... That, you know what? Okay. That might be everyone's enemy, but... Mm, okay. That's yeah, valid. Sure, you know, sure. It, it might be everyone's difficulty, but this is specific to teachers because this is a teaching podcast, a teacher podcast. Correct. Sorry, surgeon. Sorry, doctor. Sorry, everybody else. Was it you, Ms. S, that said, protect your time to me? I don't, I don't remember if you had oh, said that Oh, I me. think that's Miss A. Remember, she has a... <gasps> yes. I think yes. she's very... She's so into that that she has a, like a... The, a, a tattoo of an hourglass. The tattoo of, an hour of the hourglass that like time is not forever. Like protect it. She has it tattooed on her wrist. I'm not saying get it tattooed on your wrist to remember to protect your time, but that is a hey, real Hey, if you good, want to, be about it. But I love it for you. Protect your time, teachers. Everything we just said five to 10 minutes ago, this is why you do it, to protect your time because it is limited. So limited. And I just mean in a professional teaching manner, not you know, existential Oh, or yeah, anything. no, we're not getting like morbid here. I'm sorry. That's, it, it's not, that's, yeah, no, I, I just mean. Which, yes and, but like not here. Sorry. Yes, not here. <laughs> Protect your time because you've only got, some teachers only got 50 minutes in a class. And you know what? When you're teaching sixth grade, congrats, it's 40 minutes. They sat down and they were just on one today. Some of us have the luxury of having an hour and a half. An hour and a half feels like 50 minutes. Yep. I've taught classes that were 45, 50 minutes, two hours, and it's almost like they all felt the same. There are also 
there is also, excuse me, a limited amount of time in the day. <laughs> I think, yeah. No, keep going. I'm not going to get ahead of you. I, <laughs> no, I would just, I just want, I just wanted to point out that when you do decide to take your work home, when you do decide to, you know what, I'm just going to work from home. Just re reflect a little bit before you leave your classroom, reflect a little bit. Are you really going to work? Are you really going to do it? Because there have been times where I throw everything in my backpack. Okay, I don't throw it. You know, I just put it in my backpack and I take it home. Miss S, it never comes out. Or I've done that where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I've got things to do. I can knock these papers out. And it's like, I did knock some papers out, like two of 250. And that was as far as I got. <laughs> and I still have giant stacks that are left to grade, right? Like, so I think it's like being realistic and then naming. It took me a couple of years to figure out like, what, how did I get this much work left? Like, how am I not delegating my time effectively? Like my conference right. periods, my off times, because right. Like I would find myself in a rabbit hole on YouTube and it's like, Oh crap, my whole conference period's over. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think I wanted. I think we've all gotten into the whirlpool, the black hole of YouTube and cat videos or literally, I think that's, that's something that like, when you go home, right, you do want it to be sacred. I think that I've known a lot of teachers who unfortunately did burn out and leave the profession because yep. there was no separation. Like they would walk through different thresholds in the sense of like home or school and everything felt the same. Like they just weren't able to differentiate. I already has said this, but I want to reiterate. We only have students for a specific amount of time and that's it. Mm -hmm. And I think... It's just saying it out loud, specifically in that manner, might instill, might activate, might trigger something in the mind of teachers where, yeah, maybe I should prioritize my time. Maybe I should take care of myself, self-care, and say, you know what? I'm going to leave everything here in my classroom. It will be here tomorrow. Yep. I'm going to go be me, take care of me when I leave work. Miss S? Yeah, it took me a while to do that. But now that's like, everybody that knows me knows that that's exactly what I like when I'm out, I'm out. And I mean, again, we do the best we can sometimes with so little. Mm -hmm. And we invest, you know what, I'll name it, we invest our money, mm -hmm. our personal money from oh, our Oh, I wallets. just invested several hundred this past week. Miss S? You and I, two peas in a pod, because for my classroom, remember new school? Mm -hmm. I invested, I don't know, in file filing folders, file mm -hmm. folders, post-its. Can't live without post-its. Nope. Highlighters, color pencils. I, but not that I needed to. This is what I choose to do because I'm about it, Miss S. Yeah, she, and it you know doesn't what? make you a bad teacher if you don't want to. Declarative. I am about it. And you know what? We haven't, exactly, we haven't said the, the other spectrum or the other side of the coin, if you will, that if you want to be at school and that makes you happy and you're a happy person and you've got your schedule or et cetera and you love what you're doing, perfect. I love it for you. Keep doing it. Sure. I mean, I'll go ahead and name it. <laughs> oh, like, Miss S, a, S, you're yelling There's at a us. balance to that. You don't want to, like, you can't do that forever. Like, at some yes. point, 
there will be a time where you're going to hit a wall. But I think that if you've found the balance and you're like, I politely disagree, like I'm okay with staying. Because my first year teaching, I was okay with staying till 8.30 because yeah. a lot of my students had games. And so I would like go to their games and right. I would make sure I finished. Like I wasn't just there in a cave hating my life. <laughs> I was okay with it my first year. And then I realized my second year, ooh, I can still go to their game, but I can also go home and eat like a real meal and then come back and if come I back. want to. Like, yeah, like there was, a, there was a line I was learning to walk. But if you were like, mm, I disagree with some of the things you're saying today because I found the balance or like, I really don't have this issue or right, like my time, I feel like I'm using it wisely. Great. Awesome. I love yeah. that. Like couldn't be me, wasn't me. And it's still not me, but I love that for you. <laughs> Never been there. Can't relate, but love the journey for you. Yeah. We all, I think we all wish that there was more time, more days Oh, yeah. Even as just people in general that exist. More more of us in general. <laughs> but there isn't. And we have to acknowledge, accept the fact that there's a limited amount of time in the day for us to do the things, all of the things that we do, Miss S. Mm-hmm. Miss S, teaching is quite difficult. It sure is. Yet... Yes, and I should say, so very enjoyable. It is it's easily the most difficult thing I've ever done, but it's the best thing I will ever do. Period. <laughs> Period. Put it on a mug. Miss S, there are, uh, let me get my words. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. You got it. There are things that are difficult about teaching. So many. We, look, we missed, listen, we missed so much. We missed so much. You're probably like, why did you not talk about this? <laughs> I recommend challenge. If you did, shout at the phone, radio, car, whatever it is, headphones, speak it out into the universe, whatever it is you find difficult. What we talked about <laughs> was interruptions. Oh, and when I say it, I still get like the sting I can of see it in your face. <laughs> the sting of frustration and anger. Interruptions. And that can look like whatever it is that might happen in your classroom. Mm -hmm. The changing expectations, those are in flux. That's just inevitability. Forever, yeah. Finding balance professionally. We mm -hmm. are not Mr. and Mrs. Fix-It. We are not here to give advice Play on therapist. your <laughs> yeah, not us i am not licensed to yeah. any of that we are those are things we're not <laughs> professional professionally excuse me finding balance and the last thing difficult about teaching in our humble opinions time never it is, enough it's limited protect it and teachers ooh teachers this could be another when you say no or the power of no, you could also say, I'm protecting my time. Perfect. And I, I think it's, it's professional. It's clear. It's concise. You know what? You know what, Mr. L? You know what, Ms. S? You're protecting your time. And if they choose to not, that, again, that's their journey that they yeah. are on. Not, hashtag not relatable content. Never been <laughs> there. Ms. S, teaching is difficult. So enjoyable, probably, and just like you said, but I'm just going to repeat it because it bears repeating, the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. 
with having, having said that, everyone, some people, they could have taken this, they could leave it, they could love everything we have said, or they could absolutely hate and loathe the things we've said, although they were listening. And that's what we care about. We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class.